The FCC adopts new SIM swapping and port-out rules. Russia blocks the Shadow Sox protocol. Google launches new Titan security keys. And a crypto threat actor specialises in exit scams. This is Risky Business News, prepared by Catlin Kampanu. Today is November 17th, and this podcast episode is brought to you by Gigamon's new pre-cryption product, a visibility solution for encrypted traffic across VM and container workloads. The Federal Communications Commission has adopted new rules to protect U.S. cell phone users from SIM swapping attacks and port-out scams. U.S. wireless providers will be required to authenticate a customer before porting a SIM card to a new device or a phone number to a new carrier. Providers will also have to notify customers when a SIM swap or port-out operation has been initiated. Clorox Chief Information Security Officer Amy Bojack is departing her role in the aftermath of a ransomware attack that crippled the company's operations in August this year. Bojack served as the company's CISO for two and a half years before she departed at the end of last week. In SEC filings, Clorox said it expects sales to drop by $356 million as a result of the incident. Russian telecommunications watchdog Roskomnadzor has ordered internet providers to block the ShadowSox tunneling protocol. ShadowSox is the latest addition to the country's VPN block list, which the agency quietly started enforcing earlier this year. It's one of the 49 protocols Russia is currently attempting to block. The full block list got leaked online last week after the Ministry of Transport sent a document about the ban to its agencies. Other protocols included on the list include WireGuard, OpenVPN and IPsec. Bangladesh's intelligence agency, the NTMC, has left a sensitive database exposed on the internet and leaked the personal details of an unknown number of citizens. The leak contains more than 120 data points for each citizen, ranging from real names to Twitter handles, criminal history and phone records. Researcher Victor Markopoulos of CloudDefence.ai says he reported the database to Bangladeshi officials, but the server was never secured. Instead, it was wiped and replaced with a ransom demand, presumably in an automated attack. The ALF v ransomware gang has reported one of its victims to the US Securities and Exchange Commission for failing to report its security breach on a 10K form. The victim is MeridianLink, a digital lending service provider for the financial industry. MeridianLink has confirmed the incident but hasn't commented on ALFE's actions. The EFF has complained to the FTC about Amazon and AliExpress. Both are still selling Android TV devices infected with malware, even though reports about them have been public for months. The EFF says it also notified CISA director Jen Easterly since the backdoor devices represent a supply chain risk for the US consumer market. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee has advanced the nomination of Harry Coker for the role of White House National Cyber Director. Coker's nomination passed in a 9-6 to vote. He's set to replace Chris Inglis, who left the post in February. Google has launched two new Titan security keys that can store up to 250 unique pass keys. The new models will replace Google's current lineup of USB Titan keys and will also support NFC connectivity. Google will provide 100,000 free keys to high-risk users like campaign workers, activists and journalists. 
Blockchain investigator Zach XBT has found signs that a single threat actor has orchestrated exit scams at six different cryptocurrency projects. The group is believed to have stolen more than $16.2 million worth of crypto assets from early investors. So far, the group has been tied to rug pulls at the Landora Protocol, Magnate, Solfire, Hashdo, Kokomo and Snowflake. Police from the Czech Republic and Ukraine have detained members of a fishing gang believed to have stolen more than 8 million euros. Four suspects were arrested in the Czech Republic and six in Ukraine. According to Europol, the group operated from call centres in Ukraine and carried out vishing attacks, mainly targeting Czech victims. The group's tactics involved tricking victims into thinking they were hacked and moving funds to accounts controlled by the gang. Google Tag has published additional details about a zero-day in Zimbra that was exploited in the wild in June. Google hasn't made a formal attribution, but Tag researchers have linked tools used in the attacks to a Chinese APT group named Temp Heretic. Another threat actor named Winter Vivern also started exploiting the bug after Zimbra patched it. ESET have previously attributed Winter Vivern as a Belarus-aligned threat actor. The Zimbra zero-day was used across four separate campaigns targeting organisations in Greece, Moldova, Tunisia, Vietnam and Pakistan. VMware says its Cloud Director appliance is vulnerable to an authentication bypass bug. The company says it's still working on a patch and has released temporary mitigations that can be used to safeguard appliances. The vulnerability has received a severity rating of 9.8 out of 10. That's all for this podcast edition. Today's show was brought to you by our sponsor, Gigamon. Find them at gigamon.com.